This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. That was uh, maybe one of the most epic things that I have done in a pre-show on radio. Randy Scott seems nonplussed by the entire debacle. I'm curious this- what that was. <laughs> so um, back when we we simulcast this show, I was doing it live. I was doing it on the the app, and we had to like we had to sync it up, and they needed me to talk for about. 20 to 30 minutes straight. Our wonderful board op today, Harry Black, was actually helping out with that. So they just had me talking and talking and talking to get ready for Candy and Carlin here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Randy Scott and myself, Michael Rossi, filling in for the guys today. And I basically just grabbed a book from my bookshelf. I didn't realize what book I grabbed, and I started reading the beginning of it, forgetting what that book was about. Uh-huh. And that was the book. What was it? Was, was it a romance novel? What were we reading? No, it was about a. a it was like a YA um, book about like a teenage girl who set fires and like had issues with her parents. It, yeah. it's, a, it's a good book. Jesse Ball wrote a great book, but sure, uh, it was it was a very aggressive open. It was it was just you know it was about about two teenagers who had trouble uh, communicating their their feelings for each other because one of them was a was a vampire and one of them was not. <laughs> Well, that was the plot of Twilight, but sure, we'll, we'll go from there. I, <laughs> that, that, there is, however, Randy Scott, a couple people who are having no issue communicating their true feelings to each other right now, and that is Dylan Brooks of the Memphis Grizzlies and LeBron James of the Los Angeles Lakers, and here's what Dylan Brooks had to say last night. I don't care. He's old. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, I was waiting for that. I was expecting him to do that game four, game five. He wanted to say something when I got my fourth file. Um, should have been saying that earlier on. Um, but, you know, I poke bears. Um, I don't respect no one until they come and give me 40. Um, so um, I pride myself on, you know, what I do is defense and taking on any challenge that's on the board. Well, that was two nights ago, and then LeBron James talked earlier today. LeBron James, arguably maybe the biggest bear out there, and here's what he had to say. I don't want to talk much more. Tomorrow's going to be a great game. I'm not here for bullshit. I'm ready to play, and that's it. I appreciate you. And that was it from LeBron James, Randy Scott. Uh, do you think he actually? Do you think Dylan Brooks did what he probably was trying to do and, and actually bothered LeBron James? Uh, I don't think it bothered LeBron James. I, I don't. I, I, I think uh, Brian Winhurst had a tremendous quip about about Dylan Brooks calling him uh, Draymond Green Light, you know? Um, <laughs> and that's kind of, you know, like uh, Draymond Light Green, you know? Like, I, I don't know. Wow. I mean, he's 12, he had 12 points. He had 12 points. LeBron had 28. How much did you really bother LeBron? Like, I, I understand the defensive metrics say that, you know, with Dylan Brooks as a primary defender, LeBron was three of six from the floor, seven points. You know that the Lakers shot twenty four percent on possessions, where LeBron James, uh, or rather, where okay, twenty four percent on possessions, where Dylan Brooks ended the possession guarding LeBron James as a primary defender. Like we can track it that way, but ultimately, you know, the you know who should who should bother LeBron is Anthony Davis. Like you cannot at this stage of your career, at the stage of your playoff career, and as someone who has delivered in the playoffs, who has shown what he's capable of and shown that he understands the assignment of playing in the postseason with LeBron James, you can't have a no show. Okay? You can't you you can't have a visible DNP. Because that's what it was the other night. He was awful. He was he was 
awful. He was blocked by someone. We've talked height so much on this show today, Mike. <laughs> like he's legit seven feet. He was blocked by a dude who's six five. And the main reason for that is because he lost control of the ball on his way to the rim. Like Anthony Davis failed LeBron James the other night. And if it happens one more time, I don't know that in this series, I don't know that the Lakers get out of this thing with the Grizzlies. Nah, yeah, I guess, except for the fact that my thing with what Dylan Brooks did is don't don't you learn? Like don't you watch sports? Like anytime anyone talked trash to Michael Jordan, the next game went so terribly bad. I remember I was covering the Detroit Lions in 2013, and there was a cornerback for the Cowboys named Brandon Carr. And he was yeah. talking about, oh, I can, co- I can cover Calvin Johnson singly. I-, I got it. I got it. From Michigan, too. Well, let me tell you how that went, Brandon <laughs> Scott. That went for 329 yards. The biggest receiving game in regulation at that point, because the only one that had been more was in overtime in NFL history. You do not poke the bear when the bear is one of the best ever in the game. Just don't do that, Dylan Brooks. Like <laughs> I, I get why, but that's that. Like you're poking a guy who's super competitive. Like LeBron, LeBron may go for forty now because you said until yeah. they go for forty, you gave him a target. <laughs> you put a target on your own head. You put a price on your own head in the next game. I will say this though, like for me at this stage of his career. LeBron is just about winning. He's just about, it doesn't matter if he drove, if it goes for 40 or he goes for 14. Yeah. You know, it's about winning and it's about titles. And so I don't know that an individual thing is going to motive air quotes, motivate him anymore because he's already, you know, he's, he's not someone who has to manufacture motivation. Now, is he going to enjoy it a little bit more if he can do a step over? If he can knock Dylan Brooks down and step over him like Nick Claxton tried to do to Joel Embiid last night? Yeah, okay, he might enjoy that. That might be like a sliver of icing on top of this cake, but the cake is winning. The cake is winning for him. That's what matters. It wasn't like he wasn't trying already. You know what I mean? And Oh, shoot, now I've been called out by Dylan Brooks. Dylan the villain. Print the T-shirts at the Grindhouse. Whoop that trick at the at the Grindhouse. Like, come on. Like he's they're gonna come home to Los Angeles. He's gonna have Uncle Shannon Sharp on the sideline. And that's how you know what I mean? Like it they just have to hold court. They got what they came yep. for in Memphis. No, I get that, but you're telling me that LeBron James ain't gonna ain't gonna remember that? He's he's not gonna sit there that. and be like and sit there and be like, Yeah, I'm gonna win this game and I'm gonna get forty and I'm gonna dunk on you. <laughs> like I'm just gonna take it to you over and over and over again because you you made you made the cardinal mistake in sports when you are a guy who is not the guy and let's be honest Dylan Brooks not even the guy in Memphis because that's reserved for a guy named John Morant and then defensively Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah you 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 don't do this like you allow that for Larry and Magic to talk to each other or like Mikhail right yeah like or you allow it for uh really like Draymond the real instigator like go after Draymond obviously they're not playing each other but like not you yet. know when 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 Golden State and Memphis were jawing back and forth earlier this year mm-hmm. that's fine go after a guy like that you have to know to go after your equal don't go after the guy bigger than you because all that's going to do is cause you pain they I. Okay, from my standpoint, I've watched over the last three years Memphis go from just explosive, like upstart, root for them as sort of an unclaimed NBA fan. Like, I'm a fan of the league. I don't know that I have a team that I actively root for because the Wizards have been so bad for so long. 
So I just I watch young talent, right? I mean, it's such a talented league, and there's such star power. And I want to like John Morant and the Grizzlies, but this season's been so tough. The way yeah. they the way they talk, and I get it. You have to you have to fake it till you make it. But the way they talk, it's like they have the rings that LeBron has. You know what I mean? Like the fact that they're clapping in dudes' faces when it's like you haven't won anything yet. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's a swagger you have to have to do it. But I I have as an impartial fan. With LeBron James playoff fatigue, just because we've seen it for 20 years, I'm rooting for LeBron now. Well, not only that, the Grizzlies, going back to earlier this season, like you said, when they're going after the Warriors, they were talking, oh, rival, rival, rival. They hadn't beaten the Warriors in a playoff series. Yeah, like, yeah. What, like what, are you, what are you doing? Right. Like, what, like you're, you're, you're talking stuff that you didn't earn. And that's the big. That's one of the biggest things in sports. We were talking about sports pet peeves earlier. If you want to join that conversation, give us a call at eight 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 say ESPN. But one of the things that I, I never bothers me about sports is if you if you until you've talked until you've done something warranting talking stuff, don't talk stuff. Like it's just really that simple. And that's what Dylan Brooks is doing. That's what the Grizzlies. That seems to be their mo for two thousand and twenty two slash two thousand twenty three. It really, really does. And I, I don't even know. I, I just don't know why. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. For a job you'll love, visit Progressive.com slash careers. What? Are we on hold? I, I feel like I'm, I'm in an elevator right now. Maybe uh, like am I a madman now? Or, uh, yeah. or, the, well, I'm, or maybe I, this is the Marvelous Miss Maisel, which is back on Amazon Prime. I, I feel like I'm, I'm going up to the fourth floor of, of Gordon Ford's uh, of the GE building. You're in of mad, 30 Rock. Mad Men. Not great, Bob. Yeah. So I take it you're not vibing to this. I don't No, We are not is this vibing to this, be however. I feel like I'm in a I'm in a South Florida public. Just kick those feet up and relax. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I feel like I, my late grandparents. I feel like I'm going with them to the early bird special in All Boca. Right. Harry, Harry's Harry's putting the vibe out, man. He's telling me he, to put the legs yeah, Harry up. Is, Harry is. He is. I know. I, I'm, I'm worried of that. We're not going to be able to get through this segment, Randy. So we're going to need some help, and we're going to bring in our wonderful producer Eric Hanneman to join us and uh, you know give us some vibes here, man. All right, fellas. Yeah, this this game was late night. You know. Insomnia, if you will. This came up with this. I was like brainstorming some ideas for the show. So I want to get some vibe check. Throughout some right. some some thoughts I had about upcoming things that are possible. And let's start with where we were just talking about. Uh Dylan Brooks and the Memphis Grizzlies. He's an agitator. So is Draymond Green. So I was thinking, maybe. I know people want Lakers Warriors. The NBA probably wants Lakers Warriors, but they might not know that they need Grizzlies Warriors round two for Dylan Brooks versus Draymond Green. You guys vibing with this? Dylan Brooks against Draymond Green. I'm vibing with it. I'm vibing with it. That's the matchup I want to see. Uh, I think there was such disdain, Michael, during the regular season between these two teams. I mean, there was even Klay Thompson, who's unflappable, was pointing to his hand and being like, talk to me when you get a ring because the Grizzlies had so thoroughly gotten under their skin. So, yeah, it's not even for Draymond. It's just for as much of a pest as Dylan Brooks has established himself to be, I, I want to see this. Uh, you know, I, you, you sold me. I was initially not going to vibe with it, but I'm vibing with it now because it'd just be fun, and I like chaos, and I like teams that actually, uh, even though one of our guys, one of our 
Matt Harry Black's personal sports pet peeve is when people say that teams when teams say they hate each other. These teams really do loathe each other, and I'm I'm here for a good loathing. I am. I I, I want to see it, so I'm I'm in. Let's make it happen. Although it's not, I don't think it's going to happen, but let's see if it does. <laughs> All right, fair enough. NFL draft. ESPN Radio has every pick covered. You got Chris Carlin and Chris Canty, who are the hosts of this show. Not here right now, but they are going to be covering it for us here on ESPN Radio. And I was thinking the other day, guys. About Max Duggan. He led his team, TCU, to the national championship game. Could Max Duggan be this year's Brock Purdy? Currently uh, projected to go in the seventh round uh, by some mock drafts to the Cowboys. You guys vibing with that? No, and I I have no vibe with that because this is what's going to happen. And as we're talking about sports pet peeves here on Candy and Carlin alongside Randy Scott on Michael Rothstein and if you want to join that conversation, give us a call at 888-SAY-ESPN. But uh, here's why I'm not vibing with that. Because this is what's going to happen every year for the next four or five years. What sixth or seventh round pick is going to be this year's Brock Purdy, the next Brock Purdy? Like, this stuff happens once every two decades or so. I Just, no, it ain't, it ain't going to happen. Uh, I, I just don't see it. Uh, I'm not feeling it. Max Duggan might be a very nice backup quarterback in the league for a long time. And maybe he ends up being a starter. Maybe it works out for him. But I don't think he's the next Brock Purdy because the Brock Purdy situation was just kind of so unbelievable to begin with. Yeah, I don't know that we're going to get another Brock Purdy situation. I feel like they come every 20 years. You know what I mean? Like that. Tom Brady was the last Brock Purdy situation. The likelihood that we get two lightning strikes in the span of of two years, no, it's not. That alone makes it unlikely. And also, I, I, what did we, what did you see from Max Duggan at TCU that made you feel like, yeah, this guy's gonna be, befuddle NFL defenses? Because I didn't get that vibe. I liked him. I think he's a leader. I think he's a leader. But I you bingo. Know, what? He's a leader. He's a leader. That's really leader of men. A leader of men. A leader of men. Come but, on. Randy, I'm going to flip that for one second and say, what did we see from Brock Purdy a year ago at Iowa State that would have told you he would have done what he did? I that's I was I think you know Kyle Shanahan has you know what I mean? Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Drop Brock Purdy in New Orleans if you drop him in Las Vegas. If you drop him, you know what I mean? I think if you dropped him in Miami or San Francisco and he got that coaching, they could they they could get that out of him. Uh, so yeah, okay. If Max Duggan ends up with an offensive genius who can put him in a position to succeed and make high percentage throws, maybe. But in terms of just so, how about the Cowboys? Skills, no, 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 no. Nope. I I feel so bad for Dak next year with Mike McCarthy in his ear more than more than Kellen Moore who's gone. I uh, man, I don't. So no, I, I'm not vibing with Max Duggan being the next Brock Purdy. All right, well let's move on to some baseball here. Uh, it was reported earlier this week that the Oakland Athletics, the franchise, has uh, purchased land for a future ballpark in Las Vegas. So that's the first move of them moving possibly out of Oakland. And so if that does come to fruition, fellas, should the Oakland Athletics or the Vegas whatever keep the Athletics name, which dates back all the way to the 1860s? Uh, yes, they should. They should. Um, They were the Vegas sports scene. Like when they got their NHL team, it was an expansion team, right? They did not have the rights, uh, Michael, to another, you know, uh, they didn't take the Nordiques. You know what I mean? They didn't take the the Whalers. Pour one out. Pour one out here. (laughs) Hartford has it. New England's rising star. Um, So, so no, the, the history is 
so strong and so deep with the Athletics name, as you said. And I can't think of a Las Vegas, ba- uh, you know, Las Vegas ba- based name that is not going to sound like a cartoon. The the Blackjacks, the the Vegas. I don't know, man. A Gila monster? Like, what are we talking about? You know, like I, I think you keep the A's. You you hopefully retain the fandom like they did with the Raiders, and you move from there. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm with you there. I, I keep the A's name, but but here's in part why, right? Like, this is not like a Cleveland Browns situation where the Browns left for Baltimore, and they're like, no, you can't take the name because this name has moved already from Philadelphia to Kansas City, and then to Oakland. So it's just the next spot that the Athletics are going to be playing in the history of their franchise. So they should absolutely keep the Athletics name. That's really the only thing they have to sell. Okay, but to your point, though, you say Philadelphia, you say Kansas City. Those are two cities who, when they lost the A's, eventually got a Major League Baseball team back, right? So is there a scenario where Oakland can get its you-know-what together and actually, you know, come up with the funding? Because if you you dig deep on the last-minute discussions on this, it sounds like Oakland had a deal in place to keep the A's, and then either Major League Baseball or... The franchise itself realized the money literally wasn't there. The money that was promised wasn't there. That's that's out there. If you can you can find those those reports on on uh, on your own. So I'm I'm curious if they do try to get a baseball franchise, a major league baseball franchise, back to Oakland, and suddenly they can't have the A's nickname. That's going to really sting. That's going to really sting. It will, but it's only been there since the 1970s. It's not like the Yankees or something like that. I, I don't have as big of an issue with that. Also, just in part because, uh, very simply, I I don't know if Major League Baseball should expand. I don't think they have the the talent capability right now for that. So that's I don't I just don't see that happening. All right, fellas, you're not vibing with the Athletics doing a name change, but. Are you vibing with a possible music change here? Yes. I think we should yeah, go with something different. How about how that? Does that sound good? <laughs> how, how about the 1890s <laughs> in an old-time saloon? Let's do that. Wow. Kind of silent movie right now. <laughs> hey, like, hey, Randy, you want to go uh, You want to go hey, out back and have a duel? I see you there. I'd like to say, I'd like to say, I'd say, uh, uh, good, good luck with that Louisiana purchase, see? Uh, uh, I feel like... Uh, I feel like, oh, Alaska, Seward's Folly, I Except say. Except none of this would actually be said. It would just be typed out and put yes. on a card in front of you yeah. after the fact. I feel, hey, I want to go to, you know what? I, I want to go to that new faculty place, Oregon. I hear there's a trail. I, wanna, I feel like Peter Griffin in, like, a fake mustache <laughs> and, like, a monocle. Oh, God. Oh, Lois, we're going to have ants. That's what I feel like right now. <laughs> this is so dumb. All right. No, not vibing I'm, I'm with broken. this music. This it's all right. But I, no. I want to throw one more out there here before we end the segment here. Nick Nurse, unfortunately, fired today, but he reminded me of somebody from pop culture, hot right now, one Nathan Shelley from Ted Lasso. You guys vibing with Nick Nurse being the real-life Nathan Shelley, the wonder kid? Uh, he, he was the assistant for years, the assistant for years under Dwayne Casey in Toronto. So he gets fired, promoted, and then he wins the championship in 2019. But, but let's play it. First of all, Nate... First of all, our guy Nathan Shelley has not won anything. But beyond that, have I, you I seen won. West Ham? 
They destroyed AFC Richmond. Right, but it's still early, still early in the season here. My biggest issue with this is, so th- does this make Dwayne Casey Ted Lasso? Like, because Dwayne Casey was in Detroit and that, I, I had a young team, I guess, that was trying to motivate. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make the analogy work. I just wanted to do this because you mentioned Nathan Shelley from Ted Lasso and I, I was hoping the music when we had the music change was going to go to the wonderful Marcus Mumford theme song from Ted Lasso, but alas. No, no, it's not, it's not going to that. Uh, no, I'm not vibing with the idea that Nick Nurse is a detestable human like Nathan <laughs> Shelley. Like, I'm not looking at, like, athletically, like, how the coaching went. Like, Nathan you Shelley. But you don't think he's going to have a redeemable arc here? I, they're, he they're, they're planting the seeds. Like, I don't, yeah. I, do we give spoiler alerts? Like, do we need to say? That's a good point. Because you ran through that stop sign, like, West Ham destroyed AFC Richmond. <laughs> like, you're doing a Sports Center update. <laughs> <laughs> West Ham beat AFC Richmond we'll 14 get, to 2. We'll get the dulcet tones of, of Mr. Doug Brown, and he's going to go ahead and tell us what the final score of that match was. That was just for effect. That was just, I, you guys are coming at me about my take, and that was, I it. was, it was just for effect. No, I think this, I think, I think on a Friday, right? Vibes Day, Friday Vibes Day. Fribes Day. I love the idea of doing the vibe check, and I think we should make it a regular thing. But I don't think that Nick Nurse, who is one of the best tacticians in the NBA right now, is a detestable human like no. Nathan Shelley. Is he a wonder kid? But, is he a okay, is that okay, your point? All right, all right. Yes, he is that much of a genius. So there's yes. a lot of character flaws in one Nathan Shelley. So there you go, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Darth Vader. Darth Vader had some good points. He was a good tactician. Yeah, yeah, he knew what was going on. He had a, he had a plan. Um, oh no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm just still stuck at at this music right now. I feel I like think we, we need could to... change it one more time. How about how about some Charleston for you guys? Is that a little bit better? Maybe now. Well, at least you know. Ra- hey, radio was the big thing back then, guys. Like you know, sport champ. But coming up, Donovan Mitchell. Is all of that overblown in this next Cavs series? That's next. Kenny and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. 
Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Well... If you are somebody who enjoys the weekend, if you are somebody who enjoys a little bit of a party, you're probably going to do exactly what this song tells you for the next, oh, I don't know, 54 hours or so. <laughs> Randy Scott, like, I don't know. I love dancing into the weekend. Daniel Craig giving me the weekend or not. I love being able to dance into the weekend. Can't right now because I hurt my knee, but... Like, I imagine you'll be dancing right out of the studio after this show, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. I'm going to make a bad food decision, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sleep. I've been up since 1.30 in the morning. and that, No, 3. 3. I got to sleep until 3, and that's totally fine. But I'm going to limp into my night and then wake up for Sports Center AM and then get the weekend started right. That's what I'm going to do. That's fair. This is Kenny and Carla on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM channel. Either that voice you heard, Randy Scott, I'm Michael Rothstein. ESPN Radio is always presented by Progressive Insurance. But here's the thing, Randy Scott. You did this to yourself this morning <laughs> because you went to the Field Yates Golf Classic. Sure. And sure. you could have instead taken a nap, <laughs> knowing true. that you were doing the show today. So oh. I, I, you know, I've got this little like violin and I'm just playing it. Just, just saying, like you, you did this one to yourself, my man. Like I get it, I do get it, but th- this one's on you. I know, I know. You're right. I did. It was worth it. That was a beautiful day. It, it was with the first, the first like nice. I would say the first nice day. I'd say you know, 75, sunny. We had some 90s last week. It was largely uncomfortable. Uh, so this was a beautiful spring day, and it field is. Putting out the bad signal for some golf. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go do that. But you're right. I'm paying the price. It's my own thing. Work was work. I had to do that. Got to do that. It's always fun with Gary Streisky. But it's the 3 a.m. wake up if I yeah. if I'm staying down here in Connecticut. So you know, well, it's, it's totally fine. Here's the thing, though, right? Like you uh, you're gonna limp limp out of here. You're gonna limp going getting ready. And know what you're gonna do when you get home. Probably after you make poor food choices, you're gonna sit down and watch some NBA. And you might watch Darn the Celtics right. and the Hawks, which starts at seven o'clock. But then. Maybe the game of the night is at 8.30 between Cleveland and New York. That series tied at 1. You can watch that game, 8.30 p.m. on ABC. Randy, uh, this to me feels like this is the best series of the first round. I, mean, I, I, I don't know if it's even close, actually. I, yeah, you know, I think four or fives usually are uh, just because they are are such an even talent matchup. But we're robbed of it in the Western Conference because we have no Paul George and now we have no yep. Kawhi Leonard. At least we didn't in game three. Um, so this one, it's been star power is back. You know, Julius Randle came back from injury to play in this one. And how about Jalen Brunson? Like, I that's what I'm excited for a guy who was underdrafted, right? Coming out of Villanova, uh, makes his money. Gets the bag from New York and is paying it off in a massive way. And now on a national stage, like if you weren't super dialed in, if you're sort of like a playoffs only, you know what I mean, sort of NBA fan, you're getting indoctrinated into what all of us have followed all season long, which is a guy who is a genuine star. And without him, the Knicks wouldn't be in this position. With him, I think they're the better team than Cleveland. And I think, uh, you know, they went into Cleveland, got the win that they needed, got what they came for, and I feel like MSG is going to be electric tonight. 
You're right. And Jalen Brunson, by the way, game one, 27 points on 11 of 24 shooting, 46% of the field. Game two, 20 points on 5 of 17 shooting, including 1 of 8 with Karis LeVert, Michigan's Karis LeVert, as the (laughs) primary defender. I'll be curious to see if they keep Karis LeVert on Jalen Brunson. Karis LeVert, by the way, a sneaky good player who his career has been kind of I don't want to say decimated because he's still in the league, but his career has definitely been hampered by injuries and the inability to stay healthy. But when he's healthy, he's a starting level player. He's, to me, a guy that if the Cavs win this series, could end up being a reason why. It's just so interesting. Like I love this series. I think it's so competitive. I think I think it's I think it's truly competitive. I think it's truly an evenly matched series as well. And keep an eye on Donovan Mitchell as this goes back to MSG. First of all, that building, that history, that basketball mecca has a way of drawing out. Spe- it just does of special performances. I don't know if it's you know sort of so it's just a magnet for special moments at this time of the NBA season. But this is also a guy in Donovan Mitchell who has nine thirty point games on the road in the playoffs since 2020. Nine of them. That's one shy of the most in the NBA, which is shared by Joel Embiid and Luka Doncic. Like, Spider Mitchell's going to get his, and I just have a feeling if he goes for 30, either tonight or in Game 4, he's not going to stop at 30. You know what I mean? It's going to be like a 40-point night, and it's going to be something special. And if Randall gets it going, like, when Randall gets hot, he's not the most consistent three-point shooter. He's been better this season, though. He's been markedly improved, but he is still streaky. And if we get this battle of a streaky Julius Randle, like his hot against Mitchell's explosiveness, it just could be a, it could be a special moment where even if you're not a Cavs fan, even if you're not a Knicks fan, you're just a basketball fan in that building at this time of the year, it really could be special. You know who it might remind you of? It might remind you of a couple of years ago when Trey Young went to that building and really put himself on the map as a star-making performance against the Knicks in the playoffs. Yeah, I think there's a lot of potential that that could happen again, this time for Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell already clearly a little bit more of a star than Trey Young was at that point. Odds to win this series going into tonight, by the way, Cavs minus 130, Knicks plus 110. Coming up, we're going to stick with the NBA here because the number, the probable, likely, should be if the team that gets the number one pick in the draft doesn't take this guy he declared today, he did that on ESPN. We hear from him himself next. This is Kenny and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. It is almost the weekend, depending where you live. It is the weekend if you live on the East Coast, where both Randy Scott and I are filling in for Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. ESPN Radio is always presented by Progressive Insurance. It is around 647, so you know what that means if you listen to this show. It means it's time for Play of the Night. Randy Scott, what do you got? Okay, we have what is called a super leg parlay 
but it's made up of two same-game parlays. And you're like, aren't parlays for suckers? And to that I say, we finished one leg short yesterday. We could have won some serious money on our picks. And you know what? You know what ruined it? James Harden getting ejected. That's what oh. it was, because we had him in a double-double. He was on his way assist-wise, and it didn't work. It did not work. Uh, so here's what we're going to go. We're going to combine two games, one in the Eastern Conference, uh, one in the Western Conference. So we start with the Celtics at the Hawks. It's game three, Boston up two games to none. I think Atlanta comes out frisky, I, it's, and, and so that means uh, Boston starters are going to have to play deep into this one. I think ultimately Jalen Brown gets over 25.5 points. I got him going for 28 tonight. I think Malcolm Brogdon is big. Uh, he's your reigning sixth man of the year. Just won that today. Uh, so he's going to come correct. I think he goes over 12.5 points. And I think uh, DeJounte Murray goes over 20.5 for Atlanta. So we need those three to come through. And then in the Minnesota, so Timberwolves are hosting the Nuggets. We're not sure if Nikola Jokic, we're not sure. That, he's probable to play. We don't know how much he's going to play. So I think Anthony Edwards, who went for 40 last time, I think he goes over 25.5. And, and I think Carl Anthony Towns maybe takes advantage of a somewhat limited dad bod god, the big honey, Nikola Jokic, inside. And we have points plus rebounds for Cat of over 29.5. So a combination of that has to go over 29.5. If he goes for 20 and 10, we cash. We're good. I have that five. What does it pay off, Eric? It was, it's it was plus 2,128. So 21 to 1. I like it. I like it. We'll put about We'll put 20 bucks on that. We'll put 20 bucks on that. Let's go. Yeah, that go, pays hey, off go for it okay, handsomely. It. Help, help out, it pays help off out everybody. Let's go. Yeah. All right, that's so. That's my pick. That's that's those are my picks. That's a nice way to go into the weekend, there, Randy Scott. If that hits for you tonight, but of course we're not done just with play of the night because now we've got three and out. Three. Sometimes it's the worst. Worst. Sometimes it's the best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is Three and Out. Three and Out is brought to you by Geico. Switch to Geico today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com to get a rate quote and get started seeing how much you could save. Eric, what do you got? All right, well, I, I can come in if you guys need me. Yeah, come on in. Uh, All right. We're mixing it up today here. It's a Friday. It's, <laughs> as Daniel Craig says, the weekend. All right, well, let's start off with the uh, presumptive, as you said in the tease before this segment, uh, number one overall pick, Victor Wembenyama. He was on NBA to, uh, Today, today, and he had this to say. I mean, that's the least surprising thing that I think has happened in 2023 in sports, frankly. Everyone kind of knew that, Victor, and that's part of why I brought you in, Eric, was because uh, I have not said his last name on radio before and wanted to make sure that it was said correctly, um, <laughs> just being honest. But he's going to be the number one pick. If whatever team has the number one pick, if that's Houston, if that's San Antonio, if that's Detroit, they'll have equal odds. If it's someone else, if they don't take him, that general manager should be uh, punted right out of the building immediately. <laughs> that, I think that is the, the most straw man of straw men arguments. I think it's notable for me. I'd never heard Victor Wembanyama speak. No, I, he could have. I knew what he looked like. I knew what the game is. I know the handle is silky. I know the jumper is damp. I did not know what he sounded like. So it's kind of cool to put a voice with a guy who's just been all over like YouTube and Twitter and Instagram reels for me uh, for the better part of a year now. Yeah, absolutely. So, Randy, the Rangers are up 2 nothing over the Devils. 
in that series, first oh, round series. Yeah, they are. You think they're the team to beat in the East, don't you? Uh, yes, I do. I, I I firmly believe that. I think there's a problem between the pipes right now with Linus Olmark for the Boston Bruins. Yes, they're the President's Trophy winners. If you know anything about President's Trophy history in the NHL, you know it's kind of a kiss of death with regard to winning yep. uh, a Stanley Cup. And I say that as a Washington Capitals fan who did that and made a career out of Yaroslav Halak and the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, I, I look at New York, I see the addition of Patrick Kane, and I see just a star turn for Chris Kreider. Like, if you've been a hockey fan, you know what he's capable of. He has put it all together in this series. He's four goals across two games. Jersey keeps putting New York on the man advantage, and the power play is absolutely deadly for New York. You can win a cup with that. You can win a cup with that and great goaltending, and the Rangers have that with Igor Shosturkin. They have the pieces. If they can get rid of Jersey, I think that they can absolutely give the Bruins fits, and that's if the Bruins get past the Panthers, who are the only team this season to hang five or more goals on the Bruins multiple times, and one of them was on their top goaltender, and that was in Game 2. So we'll see what Patrice Bergeron brings to Boston coming back in Game 3 if he does, but there is at least a question mark between the pipes right now for the Bruins, and that's not something they've had to deal with for a long time. Listen, I live in the hockeyless Atlanta. I'm going to take your word for it, even though I grew up in New York. And it pains me to hear you think that the Rangers are the team to beat in the East. Very, very quickly, Ryan Garcia, Javante Davis, huge fight this weekend. This is going to be one. If you are a bo- if you are even a boxing casual fan, order the pay per view, pick it up, watch it. Like it's just that simple, Randy. It's Scott. That simple. Pick it up, watch this because that's good. Coming up, make sure to stick around for Knicks Cavs right here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.